Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. You know what this is the case this is the case i think he went in there before the game started in the dressing room i think he really did bro i he think really? he went in That's, there you know it, tyler myers has, has like kind of played it off and said he hasn't seen the tweet yeah come travis on. green the press conference said like yeah i don't know if you want to believe that but travis green just in the press conference thomas france the athletic asked him did you see the reaction of, of ownership and he said i didn't see him until now so who knows it mm. doesn't seem like francesco's move to like walk in before the dressing room free game like that's that's a pretty big move for owner to show up before a regular season game in the dressing room could you imagine it'd be just, hilarious if someone could confirm that if he just walked in there and stirred shit up and said enough is enough it's fucking saturday night my city needs a fucking dub the way they played tonight, it, it was something else. But, hey, I, I was telling the people earlier, we're not, we're not giving the Canucks much time after just one win, okay? They've been embarrassing this city for a couple weeks here. Uh, they got to do it again on Monday. I saw another tweet here, and I think I think we'll end on this note. A very short episode of Sipping on a 40 here. That's because, yo, <laughs> I'm just tired, man. I'm tired. I want to go home. Working hard. Working hard, hardly working. Who knows, man? I'm just tired of living. And it started off with snow this morning, which I actually kind of liked, but... Man, I think I just want to go to sleep, dude. Maybe watch a movie. I I got recommended uh, a movie Half Baked. I know I've heard about it for quite some time, but I got to go. Dave Chappelle, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. Yo, I, okay, before we get onto my next tweet, and this is a very important tweet, I want I want to break the news to Bondi. I've been watching the movie Heat. Uh, like you told me yeah. to watch Heat. And mm-hmm. I got something to say, man. I, I don't think I really fuck with Al Pacino's acting, man. I really don't. Really? Okay, those are those are fighting words. You don't like Al Pacino. No, okay, so in this movie Heat, I feel as if he was given so much freedom that he could just improvise sometimes, and sometimes he just starts yelling random shit. That's, that's Al Pacino. That's why that, that's, that's <laughs> hilarious in the role. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say that's Al Pacino's best movie. Like, obviously, Godfather, yeah. Godfather 2 or what he's Is that what he for. does? Is that Even a he... movie, even like a movie like Dog Day Afternoon. Have you seen Scarface? Scarface is awesome. Is okay. awesome, Scarface. Okay, is that what Al Pacino does? He just randomly yells um, things in his in his movies. He's allowed to do that. That's his at, uh, at, at his standout most cartoonish, yeah. attribute. Damn, bro. Yeah, he is. I think he is very cartoonish, and it kind of just throws me off. The movie's so serious, and then he just starts yelling shit after one of his lines, <laughs> and it just it just that's throws good, me off. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, good description of him and Heat. But no, he, he's pretty serious in some of these other movies. Like I was watching Dog Day Afternoon, which is a movie about him and uh, an- another accomplice of his robbing a bank, and it kind of it like all falls apart, turns into a media circus. Man. He's really good in that. I'm gonna give Heat four out of ten right now. Okay, so Bondi, you're on the hook. You're on the hook for uh, all right, a better sorry, movie. Sorry. Or else uh, we're gonna can you. Okay, l- l- listen to this. All right, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, okay? And uh, maybe I'm getting soft, okay? Maybe I'm getting soft. 27-K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Maybe I'm fucking getting soft, okay? Eating more vegetables, who knows? But but look at this. Fans need to realize we don't owe this team anything. That's not how sports work. It's their job to keep us interested. It's their job to do right by fans. It's their job to put a product on the ice worthy of payment. We don't owe them shit. Kraken are here in seven months. 
Just saying. And this is from, I guess, Boast Mode? Beast Mode? I, I don't know what he's trying to do there. But uh, the thing that I don't really get with this sentence, right, especially in the year of 2021, is we don't owe them shit. I understand, you know, hockey, the NHL, I guess it's a product. It, it is a product, right? But we're not talking yeah. about fucking iPhones and headphones here, right? We're not talking about laptops. We're not talking about any other form of technology. We're talking about human beings, you know? Human beings. Mm -hmm. And it, this doesn't mean we can't be fans and ridicule them and talk shit. But uh, this is just kind of in inhumane to me, especially in 2021. Yo, hey, Francesco said it in those tweets too, man. It's kind of an odd year. You know, you, you don't want to put that scapegoat in effect here. We're talking about professional sports. But remember, man, these, these people are human beings too. Real talk. Yeah, you know, look, I, I, I've tweeted this out before. You know you know why people love the Seattle Kraken on Twitter, Kyle? Because, okay, you know well, well, I'm, I'm going to question you know their why? loyalty. You know They're why? not loyal. Because, no, no, you know what? People love the Seattle Kraken on Twitter because they haven't done anything to disappoint them yet. <laughs> right? Like, they're literally the perfect NHL franchise right now. They haven't made any bad trades. They haven't made any bad signings. They literally cannot do anything right now to disappoint you. So that's why people love Seattle. They, 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 they view them as the perfect utopian NHL franchise. Again, because there's no way they can disappoint you right now. Crack and I get the frustration. You. Yeah, like I get the frustration of people. Think about how, how, how many hours a week people spend consuming the team in one I way or it. another. I get, right? like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Just the language, you know? Come on, yo, 2021, watch yeah. your words, you know? Because those are fucking humans, man. We can't get it twisted. And uh, to say we don't owe them shit, I, I don't really agree with them. Agree with that. What do you What do you think they What do you think they owe us? Something on a spiritual level, okay? I, come on, man. You, you know what I've been going through the last couple of weeks. Can I go look yeah, at Look at nah, the music in the back. Right? I've been reading a lot. All right, just finished the Art of War. <laughs> this guy asked Ooh. me, "Oh, what do you think? Uh, uh, what do you think uh, the the fans owe the players? Uh, something spiritual?" <laughs> Yo, shit, dog. Yo, I'm eating vegetables, man. That's what happens. Hey, it is what it is. I don't really give a fuck, yo. Yeah, and I'm drinking White Claw right now. We're on, we're on very two different planets right I, now. I love it. I love it. And hey, to, to end that to end that tweet off with Kraken are only here or are here in seven months. I think that was a good shot. I'm not going to front. That was a good shot. Just like, you know, if Aquilini saw that, yeah. throws the fucking punch at him. That being said, if you're... You know, really thinking about making that move? Look, you can fan how you want to fan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fan how you want to fan, all right? I guess. But those people who are contemplating it and maybe even going to do it, you know, jump ship, your level of fandom is... It's not just different from, some, from like, a diehard Canuck fan. It's just below them on the meter. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's some strong language. You know, when you... When you actually put that out there and actually mean it, you know, I'm just going to switch teams to this fucking expansion team that's probably going to be a rival. Uh, you know, come on. Come on. That's what happens. Yeah, though, right? I, know, I, know, I know that best mode guy on Twitter has been big on the higher Gillis trade. He's really he's really big on, uh, on uh, bringing back Gillis, which I don't know is very realistic or not. But look, people love to talk shit on Twitter all the time. Like, I'm going to jump this. Let's see how many of them actually jump ship and if you want to jump ship then hey it's your life you can do whatever the hell you want again you're just like you said you're on a different level of fandom yeah it's not even it's not even a big deal you, you know why we're talking about this man because it's just 
one fucking win, you know? I'm still bored here. Yeah. I'm still bored here. Look at me reading these damn tweets. Yeah, two, there's two more games against the Calgary Flames. It, it, if you want, if you if you think the Vancouver Canucks have a legit shot at getting back into the playoff picture in the Scotia North Division, they got to win two of three games, pretty much the rest of the way. So you're looking at you got to win at least the next. You got to win the next two games against Calgary, make it a three-one series. And then go two or three the rest of the way. That's really where they're at because all these teams, like the Flames tonight, like the, the Flames have one more more point than the Calgary, uh, than the Vancouver Cup, sorry, but have four games in hand. Like that's a big hole to climb out of in Vancouver. Even a team like the Jets have four games in hand. So Canucks have got to win. If you think the Canucks have a legit chance at getting back in this playoff race, I'd say they have about 10, 10% chance. You got. You got. They got to win two or three from now on. That's just. That's just a cold hard that's reality. Thing. That's your fucking motto. Yo, yo, Bondi. Everyone's all over the place, including you. Okay, I, I look at your last tweet. It's thank you, Francesco, and thank you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hey, you Fra- got Francesco. Francesco motivated the team tonight. Yeah, like I said, he went in there. He went in there and did his thing. I'm telling you. Uh, if you don't believe me, so be it. But the way they played today, it kind of looked like the boss went in there and said, "Hey." Hey! Wake the fuck yeah. up! Hey, we, uh, on Power of the Towel, I said this team, the Vancouver Cups, before this game tonight, looked like a team waiting for the other shoe to drop. They were waiting for something to happen. And, you know, it's very possible that, of course, you know, they see the tweets before the game. These guys are on their phone a lot and, and think, okay, we're safe now. We can go out and play. But that's that's Yo, a very real possibility body. that happens. Bondi, I'll go off here, okay? Come on. I don't believe anything Aquilini said in those tweets, all right? I really don't. And that's based on the way this team's actually been playing on Me the neither, ice. Me neither, but maybe, know, the not, this, maybe the players this, believe it. Maybe the players believe it. This wasn't like some unlucky thing that happened to the Vancouver Canucks. That's why they were 6-11 and 11 entering tonight's game. They actually sucked. They were so bad. They were the one, they were one of the worst teams in the NHL. And like yeah. I said, yo, no, Ottawa's, I Ottawa's obsolete. Ottawa's obsolete. The no, Vancouver I- Canucks have been the worst team in Canada. That's embarrassing. And... Everything the media was talking about and even the fans who have been, you know, around for 51 years and haven't seen much, like, they had every right to be that frustrated and question everything that's going on. And, again, Aquilini tweets those things out, and I just don't, I just don't believe it unless, unless, again, unless that dude went in that dressing room (laughs) and did something about it, you know? Real talk. Saturday Night Hockey, wake the fuck up, boys. In fact, I think he went in there and he said, yo, look at your coach. Look at your GM. You want them not to have jobs in a couple of days? Pick your shit up. All right? This is a global pandemic we're in right now. Do you want these guys out on the street? Oh, right, right. Figure it the fuck out. That's what he said. Figure it the fuck out. Man. Aquilini, yo. I know he's been uh, pretty fucking infamous in the city for a couple of years here. But, hey, that was something, yo. That was something. He, he actually stole the show tonight. Only in Vancouver, man. Real talk, man. Yeah, you know, he, I, 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 still, I still believe that Jim Benning's on borrowed time as the general manager of the Vancouver Canucks. I think just, I think the tweet just kind of tries to, was just sent out to try and calm everyone down in, in the city. And well, I, maybe it worked. I don't know. We'll, we'll end on this note, okay? Even though, you know, we, we took the time to call out, well, I took the time to call out uh, Boast Mode or Beast Mode. Felt that, uh, just didn't feel the, uh, the, connectivity with that tweet didn't really get it in the year of 2021 
I do feel as if there's more to this relationship. Hey, man, it has to go both ways, right? Somehow, some way. It has to go both ways. Fans, teams, blah, blah, blah. I'll say this, though, right? Vancouver, this city is 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 so passionate about this hockey team that a 7-11 and team, right? A 7-11 and team got, what, fire Benning. Thank you, Benning, and thank you, Aquilini Trending, or Aquilini Trending in one week in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Power Connect Twitter, man. Like, there's vaccines supposed to go out, right? We lack in vaccines <laughs> out here. But no, what has to be more, more notable on Twitter is uh, what's happening at the front office and above in the Canucks organization. Hey, Bondi, man, you saved me some time this whole week, man. I just, I just been tired, bro, towards the end of the day. Spent, spent a lot of time here. Uh, these episodes are just lacking that produ- uh, production. For lack of nah, a better they word. still sound great, man. Don't don't be too hard on yourself. Oh, I'm not hard on. Dude, we talk about the best fucking hockey podcast on the West Coast, the best coast, Vancouver. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real, man. Power of the Towel is another one of those shows you can find that on the Nux Misconduct Network, wherever you listen to hockey podcasts. Hey, I guess the budget went up because Bondi is banging out two shows a week under Power of the Towel. Officially, two episodes a week of uh, of Power of the Towel. Look at People you, man. Demanded it. The People at, demanded it. Look at you. Okay, a couple weeks ago. You hop on Vancouver's only sports radio station, all right? And then a couple weeks later, you just... Now only sports. Now now the only sports radio station, unfortunately. And it's still two back then. Hey, there's a bullshit. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Hey, I still can't believe Bell didn't allow guys like Halford and Bruff and and, and Blake and, and Matt not... Uh, they didn't give them a chance to sign out. That's just, that's just gross. Yeah. I, imagine I did that to you. a rug... Imagine yeah. I did that to you, okay? You build your fan base, well, you build your listenership, and it's like, yo, Bonnie, I'm not even going to let you say bye to your fucking fans. That's yeah. some bullshit, bro. Well, I, think, I, I think the whole Bell situation and them just yanking 1040 out of the market goes to show how important podcasts are going to be in, the, in this market going forward. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. I'm pretty fortunate right now that you know, you're the podcast manager of the network. Unless we have some sort of falling out, I'm not going to have my voice pulled. You know, if I want to write something like I did today about uh, the potential general manager uh, candidates for the Canucks, I can just message Begsy and uh, and get that going. Hey, yeah, hundred percent. Only people, the only people, the only people that can you know stop my voice are the are the big wigs at SB Nation, the higher up. I don't even know who I am. So yeah, well, they don't really answer our emails, so they they really don't know who we are. They don't know all the work that we're doing. And you hey. know what? And you know what? And you know what? Even if they did. They don't pay me enough that I, it wouldn't really bother me that. Much. Yo, Bonnie, so, I, 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 I'll say this, right? Nux Misconduct Network, go get it wherever you listen to hockey podcasts. Boom, bam, you'll make your hockey life a little bit better. I'll say this. If you don't give me another movie that's above a 7 out of 10, I will fire you. Oh, I will geez. fucking fire See, you, I okay? Like, I like heat, though. You, it's a, nah, a yo, it's not about what you like, bro. It's not, a, it's not about what you like, okay? I'm asking for a movie recommendation. It's not about what you like. It's about what I like, yo. You got to step it up because heat right now, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, not working for me, but that is yeah, Nick Bondi. You're not, Al you're not a Al Pacino fan. Host of Power of the Towel. Hey, check out the whole network. Hey, check out the playlist, the Post It Up playlist. I'll put the link in the bio below. Spotify and Apple Music, 22 every Sunday. Hey, 249 consecutive weeks. Yo, I've just been finding some gems straight up. Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. Peace.